Welcome to the HomeKit 5 Podcast. We talk every week about the latest news in the Apple ecosystem for smart homes. I'm your host, Josh Owens, along with my co-host, Braden Owens. Enjoy the show. Welcome to HomeKit 5. I'm Josh. I'm Braden. This week, we're going to talk about Denon, Apple, Wemo, Apple, and Roku. Double Apple. What? All right. Let's dive into the show. So Denon has uh, released an update for their soundbar 550, which includes AirPlay 2. I don't think it includes HomeKit directly from what we can tell, uh, but it does seem to support AirPlay 2. Mm-hmm. Um, and the bar comes in at 599 so I, I do think it's kind of interesting uh, that they're releasing this, but I think, you know, I don't want to dive too much into it, but I think we have like, maybe there's a different option that we're going to talk about later in the show that might be more interesting for people. So, uh, you know, it's, I don't know, I guess if you're in like the Denon ecosystem and you really like EOS or whatever it's called, then I, I could see this being interesting for you, but you know, I don't know. So it's, it's kind of cool. Like I don't, we're seeing more and more like sound bars that have like streaming functionality in them. And I do think that's interesting and I like that trend. So mm-hmm. yeah, especially with the AirPlay 2 stuff. Yeah. All right. So Apple, uh, as we all know, they had their event, uh, last week, a week from, uh, today when this comes out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. A week Does it from, matter? I guess it really doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they unveiled their new Apple TV 4K, mm-hmm. which um, they did not say this during the keynote, but it was later found out through uh, their website that it has thread support, which is uh, very nice to see another Apple HomeKit hub with thread. Yeah, for sure, right? Like, we previously only had the HomePod Mini. That doesn't even have an Ethernet port on it. Like, I'm super excited for this because we'll now have... We can hardwire in, you know, it's got gigabit Ethernet. We can hardwire that in and have a thread router that exists on the network that is hardwired into the rest of our network. So, Mm. I think that's kind of cool and exciting. Uh, It it came with some other bumps as well, right? Like, it's got 802.11ax, so it's got the wi-fi 6 in there mm-hmm. the a12 bionic chip bionic i don't know <laughs> that's so weird um, i you know i do find it interesting they didn't take it further than the a12 right like you have the a14 now yeah. now so you could have gone there i wonder why they didn't maybe it's just like you had a plethora of leftover a12 chips from that era of phone i don't even remember which phone that was in that was like the The 10s yeah yeah which Mm. i mean it's still an upgrade because the last one it had the same processor as the iphone 7 so like definitely a bump but i think it could have used with more of a bump yeah I, I do think the the one th- thing that I also found interesting is like the new remote, uh, which is backwards compatible. So I think you can go buy just a remote if you mm-hmm. want to, to switch out for your TV. Uh, but they moved the Siri button to the side, right? So like the, the voice command buttons on the side, just like the phone now. 
Uh, so I think they're like trying to get people into the habit of like you hit it with your thumb on the side and then you can activate Siri and, and give commands and whatnot. So, yes, I, I think that can also, um, maybe eliminate the accidental press of the Siri button. Cause mm. like sometimes when I'm trying to go back to the home screen, I'll like hit the Siri button. And then yeah. It's kind of annoying, but, or maybe it will increase it cause people will, <laughs> Actually, like hit the side. It, yeah. yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll get it in our hands and we'll let you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're definitely going to order one when it comes out. It it'll be available April thirtieth for ordering mm-hmm. and should ship sometime mid May. They said, uh, and they still offer two versions: the thirty two and the sixty four gigabyte, mm-hmm. and uh, tops out at one ninety nine. There, yeah, starts at one seventy nine. Yeah. Wemo has shipped something. I'm kind of interested in this. Uh, we're going to try to pick one up this weekend if we can uh, off of Belkin's website. It wasn't available on Amazon yet, but they have their new uh, wireless scene controller. I know it's it's a switch technically, but mm. I mean, it's it's got the three buttons on it um, and it, it comes with a backing plate and it's magnetic. So it'll like, you know, suction in so you can pull the remote out if you want and use it anywhere, but then it, it has a place it can go, which is kind of cool. Uh, but the buttons tie back to home kit scenes. So, mm-hmm. and this is like an exclusive home kit item that you can buy. Uh, it does have Bluetooth five in it. It does have, uh, an NFC tag. So when you bring it near, It'll like offer to set it up on your phone, uh, and they're saying it's thread ready. Uh, I don't, I don't exactly know what that means. Like, why not just say thread? I guess you can't say thread enabled, but it's it's a weird way to say it. Like, I'm yeah. giving air quotes here if you're not watching on YouTube. Like, I think they're they're saying that they'll offer thread re- thread support down the road mm-hmm. via a firmware update. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I don't, I don't know. Like we've been burnt before by buying things that they claim are going to have a firmware update. And then like, and it's never forthcoming. Like I'm looking at you, you fee with your doorbell, mm-hmm. uh, or I mean, <laughs> ask anyone about the ring. Right. Um, that's a funny one. But anyway, I, I do think it sounds like the thread chip is in there. They just need to like probably get the firmware set up to support the thing correctly. Mm hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like this is interesting to me and I think it comes in at forty nine ninety nine. So, so not too bad for what yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. What would be really kind of cool is if it gets exposed as an accessory and we can set the clicks to anything else. I kind of suspect though that m- maybe you have to go into the Wemo, the Wemo app. app to maybe set things up. I don't know. I, I'm very interested to to get my hands on this thing and play around with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I, I've got a perfect spot for it too. So one or two spots for these things. Yeah. Uh, speaking of perfect spots, Apple has introduced their AirTag. Uh, finally, after like what almost two years of waiting. Yeah, I feel like we've been waiting two years on this thing. Like, what the what? Yeah. Come on, Apple. Uh, and, I mean, we talked about it, like, a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about the Chipolo, and it's like, mm-hmm. how did Chipolo beat them to the punchline on this thing? I think 
I can now understand why they might have waited a little bit because when did the 11 come out that was oh yeah it was it was a while ago yeah yeah, yeah. so like with the at least 18 chip, months like i can kind of understand that like but what are you understanding Explain i'm that. understanding like why it could have been delayed is with maybe waiting for the u1 chip to be more ubiquitous yeah yeah Maybe like, I kind of suspect though that it was more like privacy concerns, right? Mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. like we said, it's it's a it's a El Cheapo like super high powered spying device, essentially, right? Like if I just drop one in your pocket somehow, and you start walking around with it, like I'm always gonna know where you're at. It's like a mm-hmm. GPS tracker on you at all times. Uh, yes, and speaking of that, the way that Apple has set it up is that you can. When you bring it near uh, an iOS device using iOS 14.5, it will automatically uh, ask you to set it up, and it will not let you use an Apple ID that's not logged in. So it will use the uh, credentials and stuff from your device that you're logged in as. Right. And... Uh, when you're not traveling with the AirTag, it will send like a notification to others around you, around the AirTag, uh, that they have somebody else's thing. So like, it's really hard to like do what you said, like use it as a tracker. I think that's an option you can set though in 14.5 is like alert me when other tags are near me that aren't my tag, Mm. you know? And I don't like I'm I'm super interested to like just play around with the logistics of this thing and see what it looks like too because a, a number of people pointed out like their one of their biggest use cases is like putting this on a piece of luggage mm-hmm. uh so that they can quickly find their luggage at the airport but then like what does that mean like if you're a baggage handler how like and you have an iPhone like an iPhone 11 is that thing just going to be going off all day? Like, oh, someone might be spying on you. Oh, someone might be spying on you. Yeah. <laughs> or like you have an airplane full of people and the air tags are down below you in the belly of the airplane. Like, mm. oh, it's going to be interesting to play around with this thing. I think the airplane full of people, I think that could be uh, negated because I think the way it works is if the person who owns the air tag is also traveling with the air tag then it doesn't really alert uh, anybody else okay yeah it's um, interesting yeah we tried to think through like the home kit implications of this and i definitely think it could be interesting to maybe play around with some automations around this mm-hmm. but there's not a ton like apple doesn't release or they don't have any kind of like triggers for like precision location stuff mm-hmm and we also like we know the U1 chip is in the HomePod Mini, but not necessarily like it didn't look like they added a U1 chip to the, the Apple, Apple TV, TV, yeah, which does feel a, a little bit like a miss to me. I, I mean, I probably would have paid a little bit more for you to go ahead and put the U1 chip in the remote and the Apple TV. Mm-hmm. Like that could have been interesting. Definitely, I think definitely in the remote because then you can like use your phone to find it. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, I, I they haven't exposed a lot of like locational like present stuff into HomeKit other than like Arriving. people arrive and leave, right? And that's like 
not super precise. It is trying to use GPS, I think, to to tell a lot of that. But um, you know, I think there there are other things they could expose, right? Like, oh, when someone joins my like someone who's in the family their phone joins my network like that could be a nice presence detection Mm -hmm. um or you know when the keys i don't know get near i don't i don't even know where you'd put the automation on this okay so i think one thing maybe you have uh like when the keys get near the door yeah like if you have a smart door lock then it'll unlock the door so you don't even have to like move your keys and take them out of your pocket to unlock it like it just but some things do that right like the level lock Mm -hmm. you can have it use your location and auto unlock for you so i don't know like mm, an apple like is very specific about your phone needs to be unlocked and they won't they generally don't allow you to just straight automate a lock to Mm -hmm. unlock so you know i don't again i i just i don't know i don't know it would be kind of cool, you know, as we get like more you one stuff out there. If you could say, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. It's so <laughs> weird. Like, yes, absolutely. I think I want presence-based detection, like locational presence detection. But then I don't, I don't know, like how, what, what would I do with it? And like, yeah. how's that different than just putting a motion detector? I mean, maybe I know it's you instead of knowing it's the dog walking around the house. Like, I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know. I lack imagination, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we thought we, we're very stoked about AirTags. We've, mm-hmm. we've ordered a four-pack, and we're definitely going to be playing around with them. So, uh, Roku has revealed that they are coming out with new streaming boxes that will have AirPlay and HomeKit support, which I think is kind of a cool place to be. Versus, you know, we were talking about Denon earlier. They're not exposing the HomeKit. Roku is. And mm-hmm. so they have uh, the StreamBar Pro and uh, an Express 4K. I think they come in at, like, phenomenal price ranges. They're both 4K streaming boxes. They have uh, HDR10 Plus support, right? So you get the HDR. Um, it doesn't say Dolby Vision. So I'll be curious to see what happens there. I mean... HDR 10 plus is kind of the same thing, I guess. Uh, but the price points these things come in at are Holy phenomenal. Cow. Yeah, I was one seventy nine and thirty nine dollars. So the the sound bar is one seventy nine, and the the solo streaming box is thirty nine ninety nine. The Coleman little remote is going to have the. It'll actually support the Apple TV Plus as a streaming channel, mm-hmm. and they have a dedicated button for that thing. So I I definitely think this is kind of cool and interesting to see. Uh, and it kind of gives us an inkling of what might be to come with Apple, right? Mm-hmm. So they discontinued that HomePod, and I kind of, I, I still suspect that we're going to see an Apple device that is a soundbar mm-hmm. that has the Apple TV built into it uh, and, you know, acts as almost like a hybrid Apple TV HomePod, mm-hmm. you know, with the, maybe with the U1 chip, right? For sure. That would be interesting. Uh, and it just straight works with the Apple TV remote. Yeah. But I think this is a great option. I mean, for one seventy nine ninety nine, you're getting something that's similar to an Apple TV 
doesn't have thread in it, but you know, it does, it is the speaker. You could hook it up to your TV, have all the streaming channels you want. Mm -hmm. Good to go. It's a great price point. I think Roku really nailed it with this one, especially with, you know, airplay and home kit compatibility. Yep. Um, one thing I was going to touch on was the just Roku in general with their remote. Like I was just thinking like, Oh, that'd be interesting to have that with an Apple TV remote. And then I remembered, Oh wait, you can just do that with your AirPods. You can just like have your AirPods connected to your Apple TV. Oh, you're talking about that. Yeah. With the headphones coming out of the side. Yeah. 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 So if you haven't seen it before, I think, I think all the Roku remotes have a headphone jack. So you can listen through the, the headphone port, mm-hmm. uh, which is interesting. But yeah, absolutely. Like the AirPods allow you to do that with the Apple TV, mm-hmm. uh, which is a nice feature. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all we had this week. Uh, we did miss last week. Uh, Braden was moving to a new house, semi-smart home house. Kind of. Yeah, kind of. Uh, I think he might play around with HomeBridge. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think we're going to maybe tweak our schedule a little bit. So we were releasing, you know, videos on Sunday, like review videos on Sunday, podcast video on Monday. I think we're going to do review videos on Saturdays and we'll start doing podcast, uh, episodes will release on Tuesday, Mm -hmm. probably Tuesday. Maybe we'll do Tuesday morning and go back to that morning schedule and see what that looks like. Uh, we'll have to look around at some analytics, uh, but do know that we will be shifting our schedule slightly uh, as we start to play around with things. Uh, yeah. Anyway, thanks for watching, and we will see you guys in the next episode.